welcome to Social Media Business, the podcast that covers building, managing, and monetizing social media. Brought to you by online community strategist, Laurel Patworth. For more information, go to laurelpatworth.com. Hello, and welcome to the second episode of Social Media Business. These episodes are available both as audio and video from iTunes and LowellPapworth.com. Today's episode is about donations, an often overlooked revenue stream in social networks and online communities. Donations sits in the bottom left hand of the revenue stream graph. Um, It's very clearly between the members and the host or the members donating to the host although there are a range of tools which I'll show today which also allow peer-to-peer donations, peer-to-cause or um, other clients or third parties donations as well. Um, But as a revenue stream for online communities, I'd like to show it as a revenue source. There is an element with online, uh, I guess, donations which is about caring but not committed. Caring but not committed is something that the generations coming up are very used to. They, um, with the burrito project, you make burritos in your kitchen and then you take them to the homeless and donate them. But you don't have to make them every Tuesday or 400 of them or sign up for six months as a volunteer. You just do it as and when you want to, when you have ingredients, when you've got a spare few minutes, that sort of thing. So that's caring but not committed. And the the internet is founded on caring but not committed. Open source, uh, that software that's being developed by communities, which most of the internet runs on, if you look at WordPress um, modules, uh, themes, plugins, um, Drupal, Joomla, and even the infrastructure solutions like LAMP, which is Linux, Apache, MySQL, and Perl, Most of that is open source or has been open source for a long time, which means open source also means donations. So people will donate in order to have things modified or made better or for continued development or simply as a way of saying, I value this. And that's important. If you don't give a community a way of saying that they value something, they'll find other ways. Um, Whether it's voting, you know, stars or... or, um, entering you into into competitions, that sort of thing. But they will find a way. Oops, let's see. Uh, the, here's a film that's using donations, and there's a lot of crowdsourcing around films at the moment, whether it's for funding to make the film or whether it's for the distribution or to pay legal fees or to pay advertising costs or something. In this case, Flowers and Weeds needed the money because they needed $1,600 to pay, to pay the Screen Actors Guild dues. Once they've paid those, then they have an offer from Tribeca to distribute the film internationally. So they were desperate to raise some money. So they went to their social network, more than likely their real-world social network, not an online community, and asked people to donate micro amounts. So here's $30 and $50 and so forth, and ended up, over collecting. So I think for fundraising, sites like Fundable, and there's a lot of them out there now, 
are brilliant. They allow people to make um, small amounts of money or to ask for fundraising for small amounts of money and not necessarily in the not-for-profit space and not necessarily having to register as a not-for-profit. Chip-in is a similar idea. You put the name of your project in, how much you want to raise, when you need it by. It's important when you say when you need it by that you leave enough time because with social network, unlike traditional marketing, traditional marketing is where you have a short head of activity, lots of advertising, lots of interest, and then it drops off into the long tail. With social media, it's the reverse. All of the fundraising's in the long tail. So you seed interest and then bloggers will embed that chip-in widget in their blogs on Facebook, MySpace, wherever, and gradually it moves throughout multiple social networks and builds some buzz. But you do need to give it a reasonable amount of time. So make sure that you give your fundraising uh, required by date a reasonable amount of time. PayPal is um, a godsend with this kind of peer-to-peer fundraising. They um, give you... um, widgets and plugins that you can use on your blog on your website or you know wherever else the important thing with the bed the embed is that it is so transferable it's so viral you don't have to come back to the website in order to grab the the code and embed it in another blog or embed it somewhere else um, here it is on my lowerpapworth.com site this isn't my project this is somebody else's I've just embedded their code do give it some time though if you don't have much time look at something like Twitter because Twitter's a living fast vibrant uh, social network it's ambient and it doesn't have that a long tail that blogs have of, of being locked down content. On Twitter, you really are active straight away and things are being retweeted and passed on much, much faster. But you need to have spent some time building your social network. You can't just come in and spam people asking them to donate some money, I guess. Talking of time, this is a movie called The Age of Stupid that was able to raise nearly half a million pounds, UK pounds, over a two-year period as sort of crowdsourced funding or crowdfunding. And then they picked up another £150,000 in the UK for publicity and distribution later on as well um, over a year and a half period. So it's kind of um, obvious that it's not just not-for-profits and and although there's a feeling about the age of stupid, or not a feeling, there's a, a motivation with the age of stupid that is a goodwill. It's about educating people in, in important uh, matters, um, that sort of thing. Donations are about what we value. So with um, social networking sites like Plig, Plig is a open source product that allows you to build your own dig site, your own citizen editor, citizen newspaper voting site, and they have donation drives from time to time. Last year they were able to gather $1,000. They made it clear that they have their running costs are very low and $1,000 was fine, but they need more this year. And then they have individual drives. So when they were looking to add a forum to the PLIC a CMS, um, a content management system, they ask for people to make donations. And once they achieve that, the money that they required in order to do additional development, then they were able to um, 
use that money and, and do the development and then release the product still for free, still for open source. And finally, if you're running an online community and even if it's a really small one, although Whedon-esque, it's a fan site for um, Joss Whedon, the uh, producer and developer behind Buffy and those programs, they've added PayPal donate button. So it works for them. They know that the people that come to their site are interested in Joss Whedon and his shows. They're passionate fans. And any time the the moderators of Whedon-esque or the administrators of Whedon-esque say, hey, can you make a donation? We really need it because we've got to pay for hosting services or we'll have to take the site down. Uh, people will flock. They like to show that that's what they value. And at the end of the day, money or currency doesn't have an inherent value. It's only what we say that value is. And so when we share money or we make donations, we're saying, hey, we value that. I think that's an important part of the donation process. Thank you for listening to Social Media Business. And if you have any questions or would like to make any comments, this will be up on my blog, laurelpapworth.com. And you can come and leave your comments there and make suggestions for what you'd like to see in future shows. Thank you. Social Media Business, the podcast that covers building, managing and monetizing social media. Brought to you by online community strategist Laurel Patworth. For more information, go to laurelpatworth.com.